Shooter, how are you? Matthew Cox, our fearless leader, the man who wants two votes. Welcome. Welcome to the pod. Good to be here once again. It's it's been a, I think I was on with you. It must have been week four or five. It's been a while, so good to be back. It's been a long time. Um, yeah, you were in California last time, so we are oh, we right. are both we are both in Portland, um, doing this at separate locations. You, I imagine, are at work or on the in in the city. I am actually in the <laughs> in the Fred Meyer parking lot out here in Beaverton. Oh, nice. So nice. I know it's a big, big trend with the pod to to tell people where you're where you're listening at. I, I think it's also important to tell them where we're rec- recording from. So that's where I'm at. Fantastic. Well, let me go over the format for the call today. So unfortunately, I, I did send this through via text, but Clayton and I met earlier this week. I think it was Tuesday. We actually wanted to get the pot out quickly without telling anybody. And uh, met at Pizzicato at PSU. Actually ran through a great pod where, <clears throat> you know, I got him to really break down how bad the season's been for him. The trades and all that shit. It was pretty mm-hmm. hilarious. Unfortunately, the uh, I had my pod my pods in my pocket without the little holder. The AirPods, you know, the earbuds. Mm-hmm. And um, I it distorted the actual recording. So... It's really shitty. This is actually better to do over the phone, I found out, than actually in person. So um, we wanted to do a playoff pod. So that's what today is. We're really not going to review much about the weeks previous. It's all going to be about um, what the standings are today and what the scenarios are that could unfold. Are you okay with that? I'm I'm good with that. (laughs) I'm, I'm ready to roll. All right, perfect. Well, let's just start with the standings. And we're, we're really going to get the teams out of the way that don't need to be talked about. So first place is layer bomb. There's really no way that he can lose first place. Right. Yeah. There's the scenario would be you win, he loses and you outscore him by 64. That, yeah. That, and that's a lot of points and um, something to call out. There are no more bye weeks. So both teams are full or all teams are full. I, I very, I don't believe that I can beat him by 65 points this week. No. Yeah, the League of Dawn. Didn't you say your your other, your old man league started the playoffs when <clears throat> still happening? Yeah, it's kind of shitty. Um, this week, this year is a weird year with bye weeks. Uh, there's normally not um, games week 12. So because of the Mexico game, um, it was going to be a bye week for just the Rams and the Chiefs. So, um, unfortunately, because that league is two different divisions of 12 teams, it starts earlier. So I had Gurley on the bench. I had Todd Gurley. I was 10 and one and ended up losing in the first round. That's brutal considering those are also the best teams, arguably (laughs) the two teams with the most fantasy weapons on them. Yeah. I mean, the only other one would be like the saints. So, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so it's brutal. So a good thing that we don't do that. But um, yeah, anyway, things to call out with uh, Lair Bomb. He's going to win. He's 10 and 2, probably will win this week. Even if he doesn't, he'll hang on the first. Has the most points in the league. Um, he did lose last week to Hui. Very valiant effort from Hui. He does not have any waiver budget, something to call out for the playoffs. So 
Um, if I look at the second place team, that's myself at nine and three. Um, I am 60 points under layer bomb. Um, whether I win or lose, I will most likely retain second. Um, there is a outside opportunity that Mark could leapfrog. He would have to win by over 30. He'd have to win. I'd have to lose. And he would have to score, uh, just right over 30 points, um, more than me to take that position. Which would require basically a a ridiculous Hill and Mahomes performance, which is not out of the realm of possibility, but yep. quite a leap yep. to make. It's a leap. We've seen Mark score close to 150 before in a big yep. um, Hill and Mahomes game. So there's that possibility. Uh, but that's really the scenario for two. So um, pretty firmly, we at least know one, two, three. Uh, those are all the the teams that are act- that have clinched playoffs going into the last week mark is at eight and four um he has 30 points uh, roughly 30 points less than me at, at 1283 points he's on a win two he has 17 dollars worth of budget left so um before going into the four through eight those are the teams that are involved i'm just going to call out the teams that aren't that really have no chance at, at making it in it's going to be yourself cox in 12th place um, you have the least amount of points at 1,038. Um, do you feel like you can uh, at least not have the least amount of points by the end of the season? I, <laughs> I've had my best people on this all week running different algorithms and scenarios in which I can still make the playoffs and it has not happened yet. And I've also been running scenarios in which I don't have the least points. And that also, well, wait, wait, I could outscore Clayton by 64. Yeah. Right there. That'd be a big, that it's a possibility because both your teams have shown weeks of which you can score in the low sixties. So if one of you gets <laughs> shut out. to that one, yeah, gets to one twenty. Um, your other thing, is that you still can be better than last place if Guns in 11th place loses this week to Mark and you win, then you won't be in last place. Or if Jay, Jay. loses yeah. to me and you win, you will not be in last place to end the season. So yeah. There's your scenario. Yeah. You know, this league, it's, it, it is. One thing I like about our league is that the teams at the bottom, which has been me for quite some time now, um, do continue. <laughs> playing out the string and I expect guns and Jay to both set their lineups, of course, be on the waiver wire and, and, and go. And the biggest part of this is we want to make it a, a, uh, a level playing field for everyone that is competing for playoff spots. And the way to do that is by the teams at the bottom continuing to, to try to win. So hope, hope. Exactly. Yeah. And then uh, guns is an 11th, He's four and eight, uh, 1160 points. He's on an L three still has $20 worth of budget at four and eight. He has no chance of making the playoffs. Um, we have Dylan in sixth, the last position for the playoffs right now at six and six, even if all the teams were to lose in front of him, um, the worst they would all be is six and seven. And the best that guns yourself or Jay and 10th can be is five and eight. So there really is no chance for those teams to make the playoffs. Right. A C- couple comments on the guns. Um, you know, obviously he's out of it. I-, I will say, I think the league appreciates the content that you provided this year. The Miami Dolphins are 
one, I forgot who was talking about it, but they're one of the teams that you, you, you flip to that channel and you're off of the dolphins in about five seconds until guns came along and created some content surrounding that team. So thank you guns. Um, Jay, I just want to say you, um, you know, I, I, I played a big part in getting you in this league. And then on our playoff preview, I, I believed in you. I think I picked you all the way to the semis and this is how you repay me. So, you know, fool me once shame on you, but I'm, I'm not getting fooled again. Yes. And in Jay's defense, he scored the fourth most points in the league this year. So he, he, uh, he really, yeah, got pretty screwed. He's at 1,251. Um, He would just be under Mark, who's at 1,283. Uh, There's nobody else above that Mark. So would this be an appropriate time to mention that fantasy is a week to week game when it comes to Jay? It actually would be because Jay did screw himself with multiple weeks of trading. He banked on being able to win out basically these last couple weeks. And he traded for guys that would be on buys during the weeks. So especially against Chad during that week, he gave up a week just to to get Julio, which is good in theory, but he was so – far be i mean he's four games under 500 like he needed to win weeks yeah so, he tried to play he he was trying to play the long game before he had taken care of business in the short term so yeah paid a price for that for sure like there's definitely a chance that he will score the most points throughout each week going through the consolation bracket yeah so, absolutely but uh yeah tough but uh, something to learn from then um just above jay in ninth place at five and seven on an L four with zero dollars of waiver budget with the second least amount of points scored this season at just over 1100, 1101 is Clayton who had a believe a third name change this year, Bobby Bortle service. Um, so that's Clayton in ninth. He is also, he, there, there really isn't a scenario for which Clayton makes it in. Um, he's at five and seven. So there's, there's not enough games. Like people are playing each other to where he can't, he can't get in. And and I can break it down a little bit more if you'd like, but, um, he's admitted he can't get in at five and seven. There's, um, basically five teams in front of him competing for three playoff spots and they're, he's just not going to make it in. Do you have any comments about Clayton? I'm. Have you have you thoroughly analyzed this? Because I think I made yeah. one scenario, but if you've already looked over it, maybe I'm mistaken. We've looked over. I mean, the one thing to call it would maybe be ties. I don't think that would. I don't know how that would. The ties would be a thing. What about to, to, to consider? Freezing beats Hui. Yep. I defeat Matt. Okay. And then Dylan loses to Lairbaum and Clayton outscores Dylan by 50 plus points. That's the only thing I can see. That would be the only, yeah, that's the only scenario, which is really, I mean, I guess that's even that. I mean, I feel like something would have to happen on top of that. He also needs to beat Chad. And of course, yeah. In that scenario. So 
it's quite a scenario. Um, but just for the, the purpose of sure being comprehensive in our playoff preview, that is Clay's path. Not pretty. That is, that is Clay's path. The more, the most interesting path to me is the next person, which is Hui. Cause for a long time, we thought Hui was out of this. Um, he's five and seven. He's 1150 points. He has $80 in waiver budget. So if he does sneak into the playoffs, watch out. Um, he can get in, and this is this is a pretty fun one. So he would have to beat freezing, okay, which would make him six and seven. Freezing would also drop to six and seven, but freezing's way ahead in points. He's he already has over a hundred points. Yeah. So freezing's in in that scenario. Um, then he would need Chad to lose to Clayton. I think, yeah, to be six and seven as well. Okay. Uh-huh. Follow me so far. Um, but to have Clayton not outscore him by like outscore Hui by about 60 points. Right. Okay. Then he needs um, Dylan to lose to, um, to Layer Bomb, which would also put Dylan at six and seven. Okay. I'm with you. And then, and, and and he could outscore Dylan. So they only have a four point differential. Right. So that that's the one he really needs to watch out for for that one to jump, and look for Adam Booming Thielen to lose, which is Matt Long to you. And he doesn't necessarily need all of those things to happen, right? He, all of, like scenario is not is not crazy. I mean, he's done yeah. Heck of a, we we did the whole league wrote him off. There were questions about if he's paying attention and things like that. And he's really impressed down the stretch here and has put himself in a, in a spot where, you know, a guy who has one ring already. Yeah. He's got a, he's got a legitimate path to, to the playoffs this weekend. In fact, let's just remove free. What freezing does doesn't matter to him. He can't get that four seed. So free, we'll say freezing. He just needs to be looking at Chad's matchup. Um, Dylan's matchup and Matt Long. And he really needs two of three of those to not go the right way, and he could make it in. Yeah, he's got a path for sure. His problem is that Long is another person who scored a ton of points. They have the same record at five and seven. He's the next team we had previewed in seventh place. Um, he has, Matt Long has the easiest path if he wins to get in of the teams below 500 because of how many points he scored. He just needs one of the teams in front of him to falter and he could potentially be in he is in he so when and either calvin dalvin or goodfill loses and he's in right pretty simple well unless dalvin and dylan so unless chad and dylan win and um and freezing loses but scores just as many points uh, down to 15 less than Outscored Matt. Matt he, by 15, or, right. or no, he's, yeah, Matt only has 13 points on him. So he would have to outscore the 13. So he could lose, let's say he loses um, to anybody by any amount of score, but scores 100 points and Wong scores 87. I think he'd be in, in that sense, in that right. scenario. Yeah. Exactly. So, so that's an that's that's the most intriguing one I think to watch throughout the throughout the weekend, and he's playing you, 
So you bring- can play you can play spoiler. Wow. You uh, it's but you have a. I mean, you're you're down right now in projections. It's not the projections aren't pretty, but that's why they play the games. Absolutely, why they play the games. Okay, um, our next team is Dylan at six and six. Dylan's already told everybody he's out. He's going to lose this game <laughs> because of Leonard Fournette, and he is matched up against Layerbomb, who's got a one hundred fourteen to one hundred three. Um, differential. What do you think Dylan? Dylan's chances are. What does he need to do to win this game? I, for some reason, I, I I've been I've been up on Dylan all season, so I'm probably a, a little biased in my takes here. But I think Dylan has a legitimate shot to pull the upset, and with that, he's you know normally the the reverse jinx usually starts at about you know noon on Sunday. He started yeah. the reverse jinx before the week has even begun. So I, I think that's going to play a part. And I, I really think Dylan has a shot. I, I don't know if we're doing picks right now, but I think he has he has a legitimate chance to upset Lairbaum, who we thought was invincible a couple of weeks ago and has shown, been shown to be a little bit vulnerable here. Yeah, we can go through picks on it, but I do agree he's got a chance, and we might want to do that right after. I, we just want to go over all scenarios. Um, so here's Dylan's scenarios, right? If he wins, he's in, no matter what. That's his, He completely controls his destiny from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. Okay, now let's go through the scenarios if Dylan loses. So if Dylan loses, he has the lowest amount of points of the other teams with a 6-6 six and six record. So he would need – if he loses, first scenario would be if Matt Long and Hui lose, he's in. Um, one, Hui, he actually has beat on points. So he, can, he could have Hui win but not be outscored by more than five approximately yes. and still get in. Yep. And um, if, if Dylan loses and Matt Long wins, Long's in over him by over 100 points. Like, there is a huge discrepancy there. Um, what are his other scenarios? If he loses, he's and he's really not that close in points with Chad or Calvin. Yeah, that's because, the star scenario. Yeah, he loses, Chad loses, and he outscores Chad by, uh, what is it? 40, 44 points. Yeah, yeah, so he'd have to put up a 44. That's uh, highly unlikely, but I guess there's always that chance. So that's Dylan's scenario, win and in. Um, Chad is in fifth at 6-6, six and six, 1,197 points. Um, he is also a win and in. He's a lose, and we've already kind of gone over some of those scenarios beneath him. What's the one he really needs to watch out for? Probably Matt Long. Long jumps him immediately, but he has to have, of course, has to have two teams jump him, which Chad actually looks to be pretty damn safe. Chad, yeah. Chad can lose, and he's pretty much in. He's kind of – he's battling for, for playoff positioning, I think. Well, I mean, if he loses and Dylan – if he loses freezing – well, freezing would already be ahead of him if, if freezing loses, so he's out of this. So if he loses and Dylan and – and Matt Long win, Chad's out. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, I'm to- I'm totally wrong on that. I overlooked. Dylan. Yeah, so there is there is a very real scenario where Chad missed the playoffs. Yep. And his matchup this week is against Clayton. So Clayton has a chance to play spoiler. 
they have about 11 point spread right now on that. So that would be big. They've talked a little bit of shit to each other all year. So they have, there's been some animosity there for sure. God, I love this coming down to the last week. Um, and then our fourth position is Calvin the Great. He's pretty safe to get into the to to get into playoffs. I know it says that he hasn't he hasn't technically um, sealed the deal yet, but he would have to lose and lose by quite a bit to actually get fully out of this, right? So if he'd have to lose, let's just say, yeah, he loses Dylan, Chad, Dylan and Chad win, and, and Matt Long wins, then he's out. Which again is is not a not that wild of a a scenario. It is not. I, I know you look at I, it. Chad's Chad is projected to win. Dylan is projected to lose, and freezing is projected even with we. That's the big thing about this is their projections this week are really close. Yeah, so I don't know. Should we jump into that one? Sleep easy this week. Uh, yeah, we, jump into the matchups here. Yeah, um, I let's skip mine. Uh, mine's two verse 10. There's really nothing riding on this besides the seating for me. Right. Let's talk about so, relevant matchups. Let's go to your matchup with, um, with Matt long. Cause Matt needs to beat you to have any chance to come in. He's got a 13 point spread right now. Because he's at, he's projected at a hundred to your 87. Do you guys have either anybody that's playing tonight? Anything interesting about this matchup? Mark Ingram tonight in Dallas. That's okay. big. I for me to have a shot, I absolutely have to get off to a good start tonight with that game. Uh, yeah, not really. I think he put up a six or a seven spot last week, so I, I've got to get a, I'd say a fifteen from him to get to position myself to really have a shot on Sunday. It looks like Matt does not have anyone tonight. Um, he does not. He's all Sunday. Also, you have a Monday, so you have a Thursday through Monday, which is kind of fun. That uh, that's a long time to be watching guys, so that's cool. You have uh, Jordan Reed on Monday, so that could come down to the final game. Yeah, I would love to be able to <clears throat> to go into that Monday night game with, with a shot, you know, within ten points, and maybe Reed gets a touchdown, and I and I can can pull the upset. Absolutely, and he has Sunday night. Um, Pittsburgh's kicker Boswell. So that'll be one to watch. And Roethlisberger. So he has big stuff Sunday night going on. So that'll be be watching him. We may know a lot of the scenarios by then. So it could be like it could be win and in for him at that point. So we'll be watching that close. That's pretty cool. Um, let's go to another matchup that's close. Uh, freezing and Hui. Just a reminder: Freezing six and six, fourth place, most points of the six and six teams. Hui is five and seven, eighth place, has enough points to compete with some, you know, other factors that we already highlighted. So um, the projections right now are freezing at 103.48 to Hui's 102.76. And if you check this out, it looks like they're full lineups. Nobody needs to pick up a defense or anything like that. Um, Stuff that happens tonight, Hui has Amari Cooper. So that'll be huge to watch. Uh, anything on the freezing end? Oh, and Elliot. Amari Cooper versus Zeke. Wow. Zeke Let's go. I believe, as I, I haven't looked in the last couple of weeks, but I know they were the number one run defense in the NFL. Um, New Orleans? A potentially tough matchup there. Well, especially if they get behind, you know? Yeah. We've seen them, like, not even use Zeke when they get behind. So, 
Um, no Monday night matchups for this. The latest matchup for this game is going to be Sunday night Pittsburgh D. So something to keep an eye on. Gotcha. And we, I, I, are, are we doing picks right now? Yeah, go ahead and do a pick for this one. I, I, I really like Hui to win this matchup and kind of uh, make things a lot more interesting with the playoff picture. A freezing loss really creates some chaos. Um, I like Christian McCaffrey to put up another big game. He's guy. He's been a stud this year, and especially of late, he's really um, he's been a big part of Hui's revival. I like him to have a big game, and Hui's got some momentum. I, I like him to win this one. Yeah, Hui's got um, big big potential from Russell McCaffrey, and I would say Hopkins as well. I think Hopkins could have a huge game against Cleveland. Agreed on all that. Yep. Okay. Cool. Um, let's go to the next clo- or matchup that is of note, which is going to be Clayton versus Dalvin and the Chipmunks. Um, spread right now is in Chad's favor, 107.86 to 96.45. And if we take a quick peek, let's see if there's anybody out or not. No, these are full lineups. Um, Thursday games, none on Chad's side. Anything on Clayton's side? Nothing. This is a full Sunday matchup. No Monday game. No no Monday matchup. And I um, one Sunday night only. Keenan Allen? Is that the yep. one you're seeing? Yep. Wow. Okay, so that I will almost guarantee that it's going to come down to that, to where Keenan Allen needs to score some amount of points. Would you agree? I would not agree. I think Chad wraps it up before that. Really? Yeah. Takes care of it. I think so. Um, I mean – Clayton has his three RB1s going early in the day, and that could be huge. I mean, he could he could be up by, like, five points. He got really lucky, by the way, with the Ebron news this week with uh, Jack Doyle IR. Yeah, that so, provides a nice little boost. I'll, I'll, I'll admit I'm a little jaded <laughs> on this matchup. As the league knows, I have, I have money riding on Clay losing. So, I'll – on losing just this week or what? No, on, on him missing the playoffs. But and I know that's, that's he's missing the playoffs. Like yeah, to happen regardless. But um, you know, t- take what I'm saying with a grain of salt, though, just knowing that. But I, I do think. I, I, I mean, my concern is Chad. We, we totally missed this. So James Conner is also going Sunday night. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so it will. It will mostly. Yeah, it'll it'll absolutely come down to Sunday. Yeah, night. I take back take that back. I see Clay going into that with probably a ten to fifteen point lead. And yeah, Bad probably finishes it late first half of the Sunday night game. That's a pretty good call. Um, big one to watch out too for is Carryon Johnson. Uh, his status for the game Sunday. He has uh, he also has Cohen who could slide in there. So something to watch. Um, he did pick up New Orleans D is deciding to go with the Rams D on the road against Detroit over them. So another interest. I doubt he's going to slide them in. Tonight, yeah, but Rams a little bit of a higher risk, higher reward type defense. Yep. Um, yeah, I do. I do like Chad to win this one though. I like him to win it. I like that it's going to come down to Sunday night too. That'll be fun. Okay. Um. We have we're gonna skip guns versus um, Mark 
that really doesn't have many implications. The last one's just going to be Dylan's matchup with Lair Bomb, although it won't matter too much to Lair Bomb. Um, his win would be very tough for Dylan to make the playoffs, as we've highlighted. So um, Lair Bomb is at 114.63 to Dylan's 103. Let's take a quick peek at the matchups. Um, full lineups are set. Thursday games on either one of these. It looks like Lairbaum has Will Lutz kicking tonight for the Saints. Dylan has nobody going for Thursday night. Saucy Sunday night matchup, though. Check that out. Phillip Rivers and Juju Smith-Schuster. going Huge. Yeah. I love that, and no Mondays, right? That's going to be the end of their matchup, as right? Well. That, that's just going to be that's going to be a fun Sunday night game. It sounds, I mean, I yeah, not much is going to be decided on Monday. Sunday night's it, so we're going to know playoffs. Yeah, there's not a whole lot happening on Monday, so yeah, and this one, I'm. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take Dylan. I like Dylan to win this. Um, Todd Gurley, I know, was was nursing an injury. He's probably going to be pretty close to full strength. But yeah. They may not press the issue with that. Um, Dylan's got some guys, Stephon Diggs, with a pretty favorable matchup. Devontae Adams with a pretty favorable matchup. Kareem Hunt with a very favorable matchup. I I like Dylan to pull the upset. Yeah, I'd love to see Dylan make it in. Um, I see a couple things that I'm a little concerned with. First of all, Gurley's projection is really high. Um, I know he has scored a few over those, and I believe his average is somewhere around 20 because of those, but he has the last couple weeks of of slowing it down a little bit. They might not need him to score over 20 fantasy points in this game. Um, Gronk has been dealing with injuries all year. Versus a very physical Minnesota defense. Um, but my biggest concern is going to be uh, David Johnson at Green Bay. Um, that could be, it, it could be the one, uh, one of the games that we see David Johnson kind of back to his old form coming out of the backfield, receiving a lot of balls. I think they're going to be down quite a bit in that game against the Packers at Green Bay. So I could see him getting a lot of touches. Like yeah. just a lot of screens and checkdowns and stuff like that. Yeah, I foresee David Johnson scoring probably 16 to 20 in that game. I think that 13 is a little low. And like you said, yeah. it may be offset. The girly, the, the, you know, they may be up 24 at halftime and, and they kind of sit him down and rest that ankle. So I think that Johnson projections, much like you said, maybe a little low and girly's a little high and they probably – end up, you know, between the two of them right about where they're supposed to be in that 35 range between the two of them. Yeah. And is this going to be the game where we all do, cause we're all, a lot of people have been counting the Patriots out this year as like an actual Super Bowl contender. Is this going to be the game where Minnesota goes in there and just gets like destroyed by them and we feel yeah. really stupid for not thinking the Patriots are good. No, I'm not, I'm not getting fooled by the, the I'm never counting, counting Brady and Belichick out. Yeah. But could this be like a Cousins five-point game is what I'm saying. Oh, like, go in and make a statement. Yeah. I I could definitely see that. Cousins had not been playing well until he faced the Packers last week. Um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't love that matchup. But 
we shall see. I, I do I, I do like the Rivers against Pittsburgh. I, yeah, I, I like Dylan to win this one. I'm going to go with it too. Go with our gut. So, well, that's been the playoff uh, preview, playoff scenario preview. We'll do a real playoff preview next week. Um, again, sorry that we didn't get the initial pod out. It was pretty. I I will say it was it was pretty good. I got uh, Clay a few times on it. He got pretty emotional talking <laughs> about it. So I'm really pissed that we didn't get the recording of it. Um, it was pretty funny. So it might be one of those things, you know years from now when we have better tech you know like the kind of a zapruder film type deal where people are able to go back and kind of recover that and yeah i i did send it to mark and he tried to save it yeah lost tapes kind of thing that we may see a a decade down the road resurface yeah i mean that you can hear the audio like the audio is there there's just so much other shit going on yeah. And it's like, it's my, my headphones are in my pocket. So it's all dampened by that. So you can get bits and pieces. So anyway, we'll, tr- we'll, we'll get it someday, but uh, thanks for coming on commish. Um, yeah. We are, uh, we're excited for the playoffs and uh, yeah, everybody's, it's been a great year. I think uh, it's been really competitive. Absolutely. Good, good luck to, uh, well, good luck to the whole league, but most importantly, the the teams that are, uh, competing for playoff spots in the they're sitting those four through eight spots right now. It's going to be a inter- entertaining uh, Thursday through Sunday. Absolutely. All right. We'll see you later, Matt. All right. Later.